It's Monday, June 13th. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. The Baltimore County School Board votes to terminate the public school's chief auditor. The board is also meeting in a special closed session Monday as a county superintendent comes under increasing fire. Hogan announces millions of funds to make it easier to reach the beach at Ocean City. And a local arts and music festival put on hold during COVID is set to return. It's The Daily Dose from WYPR, our latest reporting on Maryland's COVID-19 response and the local news of the day, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Maryland's latest COVID-19 positivity rate is 8.46%. There were nearly 2,000 new cases in the latest 24-hour period. 439 people are hospitalized. Seven people have died. Of those in Maryland ages 5 and older, 92.7% have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. The chief auditor of the Baltimore County Public Schools has been fired by the school board in a bizarre vote in which none of the board members actually voted to terminate her. WYPR's John Lee reports Andrea Barr's 36-year career with the school system ends this month, three years after she alleged two board members were creating a hostile work environment for her. In a meeting last month, only six members voted to retain Barr, while the others abstained or recused themselves. It took seven votes to renew her contract. Cheryl Pasteur, who resigned from the board in February, says she was taken aback by that vote. I just find it unsettling, I'll say, that someone could lose her job and no one said no. Sources say in 2019, Barr accused board members Russ Kuhn and Kathleen Causey of harassment. Neither voted to keep her and did not respond to requests for comment. Barr's office also put out a report in 2020 that found the school board had blown its budget by more than $63,000 in 2019 when Causey was the chair. John Lee, WIPR News. You can find more details on Barr's termination at WIPR.org. The Baltimore County School Board is meeting in a special closed session this evening. It comes as school superintendent Daryl Williams is coming under increasing fire. Over the weekend, Williams released a letter defending himself from charges made by members of the Baltimore County Council, that his leadership is ineffective and that he is not communicating with them about the school system. In his letter, Williams spelled out a number of initiatives underway. He also wrote that he has met more than a dozen times with members of the council. Williams argued that the council members are conducting counterproductive political dialogue in an election year. Several Baltimore City schools let students out early today because of the excessive heat. There are 18 schools that closed early because they lack air conditioning. Another 13 schools closed early because their air conditioning systems are under repair or are scheduled to close during excessive heat. Temperatures surpassed 90 degrees in the city today. Voters who requested mail-in ballots for this year's primary election should start checking their mailboxes. The Maryland State Board of Elections announced today it has sent more than 400,000 mail-in ballot packets to eligible voters who requested them. They should begin arriving this week. In addition, the board sent roughly 600,000 mail-in ballot request forms to newly registered Republicans and Democrats and others eligible to vote in the primary. 
Requests for mail-in ballots must reach the state or local elections boards by July 12th, and the ballots must be postmarked by July 19th, the day of the primary to be counted. Governor Larry Hogan announced today the state will spend $15 million in improvements to ease congestion on Maryland Route 90 from U.S. 50 to Coastal Highway, the Ocean City Expressway. This comes after Hogan announced Friday the beginning of a $28 million study of a new Chesapeake Bay crossing. Hogan characterized both announcements as a continuation of the Reach the Beach initiative launched by former Governor William Donald Schaefer in the 1980s. Reducing congestion, Hogan said, will benefit both the tens of thousands of people who visit Ocean City every summer and those responding to emergencies in the surrounding areas. The State Highway Administration will conduct a survey and host a virtual public meeting at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, June 21st, to familiarize participants with the project. More information can be found on the Maryland Department of Transportation website. A longtime local veterinarian who wrote a popular column for the Baltimore Sun called Ask the Vet has died. Dr. David Taman was 75 years old and died from complications due to Parkinson's disease and pulmonary disease. He established the Columbia Animal Hospital in Columbia in 1974 and opened several other hospitals in the area. Patients say he practiced like an old-fashioned doctor, and that's why they took their pets to him for decades. Hey listeners, before I close tonight, I have some professional news. This is the last time I'm hosting The Daily Dose. Today's my last day at WYPR. In July, I'll be joining another local NPR station, WAMU in D.C., where I'll be a general assignment reporter. The Daily Dose, however, is here to stay. I'll be passing the mic to Pam Jones, and I'm very excited to hear the stories she'll be bringing to you. I can't sign off without saying thank you to my wonderful colleagues here at the station, to all the sources that trusted me with their stories, and of course, to you, our listeners. This was my first news and radio gig, and you've made my time here very special. Thank you to the Ground Truth Project and Report for America, which made my time here possible. And lastly, a special thank you to Baltimore. This city has given me so much, and wherever I go, it will always be home. The Daily Dose is brought to you by WYPR, made possible by GBMC Healthcare. Big, big thanks to my news team colleagues, Rachel Bay, John Lee, Joel McCord, and Callan Tanzel Suddeth. And welcome to our new digital news editor, Kristen Mossbrucker, and to our newest reporter, Jakaina Collier. Shekina will be covering education for WYPR as the station's new Report for America Corps member. Our general manager is LaFontaine Oliver. The executive editor of The Daily Dose is Danielle Irby. Stay healthy, stay sane, and stand together. I'm Sarah Y. Kim. Thanks for listening. <laughs>